in the morning when you need the news that matters most. They can kiss my fucking ass right downtown and print it. You need the front page. All these mother editorials. On the press box. They're really, really behind you around here. My fucking ass. With Graney and Bischoff. Rip them mother Rip them touchy suckers like the fucking players. Lovely Yulia. Tiger Woods will make his return to competitive golf next week at the PNC Championship. He'll be playing alongside his 12-year-old son, Charlie. Charlie's pretty good. He's already back to like, I know it's like a a family member type of exhibition, But he's he's already back to like able to play any sort of tournaments? Uh... I'm not, he's been back playing because at his one press conference, he said, you know, he's talking about how he can't hit it as long right. and all of that. So, you know, it's a father-son thing. Who knows how 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 he'll play, but I think it's more for the kid. I mean, the yeah, kid's but, really good. But, like, he's going to be able to play 18 holes of golf. What? Yeah, it's a 36-hole tournament. He's got to yeah, go 18 so three, back to day, yeah, back to back. Or two straight days. Right. Like, I, I don't know. I just, again, I just find it impressive that we're even, that we're already at the point of, yeah, Tiger Woods is playing can, can play any golf. kind of tournament. Right. Or just play. Right. I mean, Charlie's going to be carrying the team. <laughs> Charlie's good. They did a father son thing last year before the accident, and you watch Charlie play three holes. I'm like, oh, here comes Charlie. I mean, he's not going to be the dad, but he's going to probably be really good if he sticks with it. <laughs> By the way, would you have, I never asked you this because of Jordan's kids. I mean, I think you let kids. You know, do what they want, especially if they're outdoor and exercising and, and doing something productive. If you're Woods or some of these all-time greatest athletes in the world, do you, and we know about Bronny with LeBron, do you kind of steer your kids to different things? Like, the guy's Tiger Woods' son. And he's going to be, hes like I said, you can already tell he's really good just by watching the three holes we watch. He, he knows exactly what he's doing. He's, um, But do you steer him to different things? Maybe, but I do think like if I was Tiger Woods' son, I You'd think I, play. I would want to play golf, right? Like, or if I was Jordan, yeah, if I was Jordan's son, I would want to play basketball because you're surrounded all the time, right? And so, yeah, maybe you might steer him to something different, at least maybe like a different sport. Be yes, like, yeah, do be good in something else because you're always going to live in my right, shadow exactly. if you play my sport, but I. I think if I was the kid, like if I was a 12-year-old and my father was the greatest golfer ever, or even just an, a professional athlete, right. I'd be like, I, I'm doing that too. I'd be like, that, me too. Yes, okay. I'm signing right. up for this same this same thing. But then you also, on the flip side, have the Del Curry situation wherever it's like, Steph is. <laughs> <laughs> I was never that good. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, you're not even close to that good. That's a great, great question. I tell my kid to be Cole Calhoun. Justin Fields will start on Sunday. He missed the last two weeks with cracked ribs. Andy Dalton threw four picks over the weekend. Uh, So Fields will start Sunday night football against the Packers. How did this not get flexed? It's the Packers and Bears. People care about the Packers. Would this happen if Minshew was the backup? I mean, I honestly, he doesn't throw picks. He also just doesn't throw. (laughs) He has a little bit of a targeting issue. Uh, I, I, I get it. It's the Packers Bears, but it's not. This isn't Packers Bears of the right. But people, right. the Packers are good. The Packers have a big fan base. The Bears suck, but they the people the Bears still have a big fan base. Like it's not like yes, the Bears are not like fun to watch. Nobody's. I mean, Fields might be fun to watch if they you know don't block for him. He's got to run for his life the entire game. But like. <laughs> 
That's fun. What do you mean? If he's good, it's fun. Yeah. But like, people are still—it's st still gonna watch. I don't know what other. I'd have to see what other matchups there are. But I, I don't—I don't think we should complain about Packers Bears when we'll get like Texans Jags for a Thursday night game at some point. Good God, Aaron Rodgers at least plays in this game. Except this might yes. be the game where like. He passed uh, 17 times, and Dylan and Aaron Jones combined for 300 yards. Might happen. Next question. Desiree Reed Francois. Ah, last from the past. With four teams in the college football playoff. She gave this quote yesterday. Being in the Southeastern Conference, four is fine. Well, in that sense... Four is fine for her because I think when they get into these games, they get a cut of the money. I just don't know if it'll ever be her team. It so, will not ever be so her team. So it will not ever be her team. <sighs> not a chance. So she wants her team to be in it. I would be a proponent of eight or even 12. And maybe one year Missouri's pretty good. They're in the SEC and they get in. This is where, uh, like, the idea of the SEC and them all being on the same page about the college football playoff is bizarre to me. Because there's only... Honestly, there's only one school in the SEC that benefits from it being four, and that's Alabama. Alabama. I don't even think Georgia LSU benefit no. from it being four because they're not that good every single year. So, but especially your Missouris, right? The Missouris, the South Carolinas, the Mississippi States, the Ole Misses, like those teams, they you 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 should want twelve. Oh, sure. Because like a oh, lot of it, you are getting in. Right. If it was twelve, Ole Miss is in the college they're in football the playoff. Yeah, they're in the playoff. Year. It's four. Ole Miss is not in the college football playoff this year. And that's where Missouri is. Like, Missouri is never going to be in the top four. Missouri has not had an undefeated season or a one-loss season since 1962. Since 1970, they've only had four seasons where they had three losses or less. Like, Missouri's... This is not a football program that's it's ripping off... Not even off. guaranteed at eight. Right. They're not ripping off an 11-1 and one no. season. Right? It's just not happening. Missouri needs it to be at 12 so that they could be... Nine and three, and have a right. couple of big SEC and be from wins. the SEC, and they right. get in and get in. That's that's their only hope. So if you're Desiree Francois, uh, I get it. Your conference as a whole can get teams into four, but if you want that, your own team playing in it, you, you need to be at that, twelve. That's kind of falling in line with the company, right? And in, that, you know, in in the line with the company that, uh, outlook, right? And that's what I find interesting because again, there's only one team in the conference that truly benefits from it staying at four. The rest of them would almost all benefit yeah. from it going to 8 or 12. So you're saying that the Missouri football team has had more protests than they've had uh, undefeated seasons. Next question. LSU was prepared to offer Jimbo Fisher an eight-year deal worth $125 million, according to Brett McMurphy. That would have been $13 million a season. Jimbo Fisher makes seven and a half million dollars right now so mcmurphy's in intimating he turned it down or did, they did lsu never actually or did lsu him? ever call him and say LSU, this is what we're yeah they were they were ready to offer but they never actually offered jimbo fisher that if jimbo fisher turned that down oh he wouldn't have turned that down doubling from seven to 13 who's almost? in his family because they should be yes, mad at him exactly they should be furious with jimbo fisher if you turn down 13 million dollars <laughs> while you're making seven and a half these numbers that's are... like leonardo dicaprio money yeah yeah these numbers are outrageous now in college and we there was another report yesterday across twitter and i keep thinking of the number the he had to give money back which is ironic but after beating ohio state and being in the playoff this year my guess is Harbaugh is going to get a lot of money coming back. I mean, there's another report yesterday that Harbaugh to the Raiders. I mean, are you, I, I think maybe he wants to get back in the NFL, but 
the money's just so outrageous in college now. Right. I mean, it's yeah. just I don't know That's, why. You know, you're talking about Dabo, and then you start thinking. You start thinking for five minutes, like, well, I mean, the money Dabo probably makes. Yeah. I, it's there's no. I mean, sure, we don't actually know Bill Belichick's salary. There was a report uh, that said it might be over twenty million now of what he gets paid. But we don't know the exact number because right. NFL teams aren't public institutions like colleges are. They don't have to disclose right. salary information. But it's not hard now to make the argument, yeah, I'll stick around in college because I'm going to get paid more. Oh, like that's without question. Yeah. And like with the way the buyouts are structured and the way they're handing out like eight to 10 year contracts. What happened here? I mean, I what, what happened here with these 90 million and 100 million and Jimbo Fisher for 135 and Lincoln Riley for 100 million? It was like overnight, people just went nuts. Right. I mean, the, the the salaries for the top coaches in college football jumped from like, eh, some guy. Like Jimbo Fisher was like top like, 10 at seven and a half. Yeah, like Saban was like, I don't know, seven to 10. Right. Like he was in that range. And now we're talking about guys getting paid more than but, that. And guys that are like, we're talking about Mel Tucker getting paid that. Yeah. Like, guy, it's not even like, oh, Saban got hired away because USC threw it. Just boatload yes. of money out of him. What about Michigan State was like, you know, this Mel Tucker guy. <laughs> you know, last was- year during the pandemic, we struggled a little. But we're a little better now. We were down 42-7 <laughs> to Ohio State. Let's give this guy 10 years for $99 million. So what we've decided to bring this back full circle is that the best sports dad was Monty Kiffin? <laughs> yes. Yes. Get into coaching, guys. Let's go. Follow me into coaching. Man, you know, that's a great question. Nick Kwiatkowski was placed on injured reserve, so he will miss three weeks at a minimum. Kenyon Drake was also placed on IR, but Kwiatkowski is one of the linebackers that was hurt, along with Perryman and Corey Littleton. Related to that, the Texans waived Zach Cunningham. He's a linebacker that got suspended last week by the Texans because he was late for his COVID test. Uh, the Texans, by the way, are going to eat $5.5 million in dead cap hit this year and 12.8 next year because they just signed him to a four-year extension in 2020. Should the Raiders be interested in Zach uh, Cunningham if well, they've got linebacker injuries? Tell me who's playing linebacker right. on Sunday. No idea. We were going over this yesterday because um, our photographers wanted to take, you know, we get the 20 minutes each day and they take pictures of as many people as we're going to write about during the week. They're running around the field taking pictures. And one of them asked me, who's playing middle linebacker this week? I said, I have no idea. I said, but you know what? Take shots of the new fullback because that guy might be on defense. That's, I actually said that. They're like, what? I go, well, that's a long story. But take shots of that guy over there. But, yeah, what, who's playing middle linebacker? I'm like, eh, I don't know. I mean, I think yesterday um, Basachi said uh, the the um, name's mistaken me. The linebacker they just brought back from last Will year. Will come. Okay. That he's a Mike and he might be there. He, he might he might be yeah. the Mike linebacker this week. Yeah, it's entirely possible yeah. given the injury situation and who's actually available. We know Kwiatkowski's not. The other two, kind of wait and see. But... How are you late for a COVID test? I don't know. They say that's it's from a... seven to eight. Right. Be there, and then the guy rolls in at like nine thirty. It's I, like, and, and, where and were you? The other thing, I'm curious how late was. He? That's yeah, exactly. Like, did he show up at eight oh five? And and the Texans are just being like a hard ass about it, or? But if he was late. He knew he was going to test it anyway. I don't think it was. I, I can't believe it was a situation where he, like he thought he was positive or something. I mean, he was just late. Right. For the test. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was just late. Yeah. But I, I am curious. Like, I can't imagine being five minutes late is worthy of a one game suspension. No. Now, granted, it's the Texans, and They're as Jared idiots. likes to say, "What do they run by, Jared? They're run by a youth pastor." Yeah. So <laughs> it might be he might have showed up two minutes late, and they were like, "Yep, screw you. You're suspended, and then we're cutting you." But you know, listen, if he showed up like an hour and a half late. Okay, like that, that's probably fine. But if he just, you know, if he just rolled oh, in, hey, traffic you're... was bad. I... 
How, 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 like, again, I know that I've said this many times, but how do you let this guy run your team so poorly that he's like, we just signed this guy to an extension. He was late once. Yeah. What do you mean, Jared? They're doing well this year. You got to turn the other cheek. You got to forgive are people. It. Texans are killing it this year. It's a great season. Going to get a high draft pick. Do they still have their pick? Well, remember, they're trying to get about six for. Uh, that's right. There. That's right. I'm out. Jacoby Windman is committed to Michigan State. Look at Mel Tucker. That yeah, contract that guy is getting mean, players right away. Look I'm going to be here for 10 years. Yeah, exactly. I will be here for your entire career. I think Jacoby Windman's only got one year left, so <laughs> anybody could have recruited him. Uh, he Again, he led UNLV in sacks, tackles for lost tackles. And was not yeah, the defensive well, player of the year on the team. Far and away their best defensive player, unless you ask Marcus Arroyo. Um, he, had a, he had an offer from Penn State, had an offer from Texas, Louisville, and a bunch of other schools. But he is going to Michigan State. So here's my question, Ed. Good for him. If Jacoby Winman gets drafted into the NFL, does that count as breaking UNLV's streak of not having a player drafted into the NFL? No. Do you think the dice come out? And we... Oh, the dice come back out. Well, that could that could uh, they might be waiting for that to put the kid's picture on some kind of release on Twitter to put his actual picture out there. I know because I think. Roger Goodell says with the 85th pick, the Texans choose from Michigan State, Jacoby Windham. He right. doesn't at any time say UNLV. But it is a player that played at UNLV that got drafted. Okay, you should have questioned, you should have posed it this way. Will UNLV take credit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are we sure? <laughs> Yes. Because they, they didn't seem Arroyo, to want to. Right, because Arroyo oh, but, is pretending like this kid doesn't exist now. But you can, But at some point, you have to go to a house, and the kid says, how many people do you send in the NFL? <laughs> well, you know that Jacoby, Jacoby Wyndham guy, he was with us. We developed him. It would oh, it would be funny if, be Jacoby, if Jacoby Wyndham I think is, he's gonna get drafted. is awesome at Michigan State, gets drafted, is awesome in the NFL, and Arroyo still refuses to acknowledge his existence. Oh, it'd be funny. Poor kid. It'd be genuinely funny if that happened. I would I would find that humorous. Coming up next, the Raiders are just paying everybody around there. We're always keeping our eye on the weather. We The thing about the kicking game um, in a windy stadium is it's the same for both teams. You know, people like to say, well, the home team has an advantage. They played in all the time. Well, the wind isn't the same all the time, right? So um, we, did, we had a little bit of breeze out there today. It was actually good for us. And... During the course of the year, even though we know we're playing at home, we like to use the wind um, to do some of the things that we're going to do in the kicking game when we have the ability to use it. So um, it's going to be a factor. We'll just have to adjust and deal with it, um, as I'm sure they are. Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas studios, this is the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff. Meteorologist Rich Massage. That was probably the most excited he like got to yeah. answer a question in a long I was, time. I he was, was like, "You was. asked me about kicking." Yes, <laughs> I know about kicking. Or should I drop Daniel Carlson in fantasy football? Drop him? Oh, this week because of the wind, or or was or was that Rich Massage saying he's going to kick even more now? Yeah. Well, they're not, we, they're not going for it on fourth and two because <laughs> we practice with the wind. So yeah, it wasn't that windy. Yesterday, <laughs> I was out there. Wasn't that windy? <laughs> Yesterday, the Raiders gave out two four-year deals to Daniel Carlson, their kicker, and AJ Cole, their punter. Daniel Carlson is going to be the third highest-paid kicker in the NFL. Four-year deal worth eighteen point four million dollars. That is going to pay him four point six per year. Only Justin Tucker and Graham Gano 
have higher average salaries. Um, AJ Cole also got a four-year deal. So here's my question. And it's the same one I had about Sutton Smith. Who is allowing the Raiders potential lame dunk front office to be handing out long-term deals to players right now? It has to be Mark Davis. Why is he allowing that? Uh, because they're a kicker and punter. I mean, I get yes. <laughs> it's like okay, our kicker and punter are both making the Pro Bowl, um, so they're both all pros. So we're gonna do, we're gonna just give them more money. And Davis, like, yeah, it's a kicker and punter. Go but ahead. Why? Like, what's the point of doing? Well, once it you have now? that locked up, all you need is a, uh, all you need <laughs> is, is a long a, snapper. You got a... <laughs> yeah, that long snapper. Well, he's probably like, hey, what about me? I just, I don't. I don't know. I don't. See well, you the don't benefit. know because there's no need to. Right. I mean, it's it's the. It's the flurry situation is why do you extend them? You don't have to. Like, you, yeah. you don't, there's there's no need to. If they're this good, which they are, I think they're both making the Pro Bowl, then it's it's an easy extension at the end of the year no matter who the coach is. If I'm a coach right. and I come in and my punter and kicker Pro Bowlers, I'm like, oh, extend that guy. Right. And again, it, I don't think it's going to be an issue, right? I think Daniel Carlson and AJ Cole will be fine for the next four years. And they're, again, they're relatively small salaries. Even if you had to eat them, it's not going to crush the next coach GM that comes in. But I still just, I don't get it. We've now we've now done this three times with a fullback, a kicker, and a punter in the last two weeks, where the Raiders are handing out contracts that run into next year. Like we're a week away from Mike Mayock signing Derek Carr to a seven-year extension. Does this give you any sense that Davis to, has told Mayock he's coming back? That's my that's my big question on it. And again, it's fullback, kicker, punter, and Mike Mayock maybe doesn't know that and just walked in and said, "Hey, these guys, these are it's a good kicker, it's a good punter. You're going to want them no matter what." But yeah, I think there's there's reason to believe based on these three contracts that at least Mike Mayock thinks he's back yeah. next year and that Mark Davis might have said, "Hey, yeah, you're coming back next year as the GM." I why I mean again, you're handing out long-term deals when you might not be in charge of this organization in a month. Like a month from now, all these guys might be gone and they're handing out contracts. So maybe there is something to it where Mike uh, Mike Mayock knows, "Yeah, I'm back next year." Yeah. Well, he might have already told him. Yeah. I got a silver lining. This gives us at least three more years of me sending emails into the void to try to get the punter or the kicker on the show. <laughs> I mean, they're always going to have a punter and a kicker, Jared. Yeah, but not one that goes, I'm going to, we're trying to decide who would win in a fight. <laughs> me and the long snapper with no thumbs. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, like, I just maybe he would have gotten more Are, money if he had thumbs. Maybe the maybe. long snapper would have been extended if he actually had thumbs. Mayock's like, I can't extend you. You have no thumbs. Whoever, whoever is in like PR departments for NFL teams must just not understand like the modern age of, yeah, we're going to send Minshew out there. Yeah, he's the backup. He knows he's the backup, but he's going to go talk because it will get us a bunch of really positive coverage of, oh man, Minshew's great, isn't he? Yeah. The punter is literally talking about fighting guys with no thumbs. Oh, oh if and it was just like, why has he not got his own show on Raider Nation Radio? Right. If they if it if they gave us AJ Cole, I don't think we'd ask a single football question. No. Yeah. Well, we might well, ask him about his tackle against Kansas well, City. He was he was so excited to talk to the media about a month ago. I don't think there were many football questions. Yeah. There was about the tackle, but no one asked him about his hang time. Right. Because what? Well, again, once the guy starts talking about. I argue with Daniel Carlson all the time which one of us could win in a fight. Yeah. Well, you just you, you don't you, care about his hang time. You, you don't bury the lead. Right. When he's like, yeah, me and Trent Siege, but Trent doesn't have thumbs. <laughs> Who wins in a fight? I think you're like, all right, this guy's insane. Let's keep going yeah. down this path. 
Who else could you beat up in a fight, AJ Cole? Like that's where the conversation would be. I think the first question is, all right, we're going to go through just the AFC West of which punters you think you could beat up and then which kickers. All right, I want to ask you this because I asked Derek Carr this yesterday because I have to write up this week. Ooh, but I want a fun to, question. I want to I like get your question. thoughts. I want to get your thoughts. I am – I know – I know the balance of the process. Look, you have to prepare during the week. If not, you're not going to beat anyone. You're not sitting around like I, I wrote, like, you know, eating junk food all week. So you have to prepare. I'm a little turned off, and I don't know if I should be, on Rich Basaccia continuing to say <laughs> continuing to say about this process and don't look at the scoreboard. And I, I'm actually reading my column with what you have down here on the – and this was in September when Mike Mayock said this, when he said we're a playoff team. I don't think Rich Basaccia buys into that enough publicly. Now, behind the scenes, I'm sure he's saying, hey, we can do this, guys. We can get around. But what's your thoughts on that? I understand the process of what Carr said, but Rich Passaccia has said often this year, well, if you're only results-oriented, yeah, it's the NFL. You're only results-oriented. The only guy I've heard in the last week say anything that made sense was Hunter Renfro after the game said, we didn't win. That's all that matters. At least he said it. I very much enjoyed your question. What Watching the Derek Carr press conference, and you ask him basically, hey, you're the leader of this team. Your general manager and your wide receiver have said, we got to win. It's about the playoffs. Your head coach has said, if you only look at the scoreboard, you're doing it wrong, right? It's about the process. How do you as the quarterback balance that? Love that question. Put it in the rundown. That's why. But do you want his answer? No, I think no, I got no, it. No, no. His answer is like, like 10 way, minutes Just long. like Derek Carr, his answer is way right. too long. But so, but I the, the idea there is that you have two different messages. Messages. Right. From the wide receiver and the GM versus what the head coach is saying. And again, the process side of this, we have no evidence that the Raiders process is good. There's zero evidence right. that they, it's not like this is a team that has been to multiple playoff appearances and they're just struggling. And it's like, hey, we, we know what we're doing. We've done it before. We just need some tweaks and we'll be fine. No, no. This is a team that's been bad for a long time. There's no evidence the process is good. But also... Who cares if this organization gets to eight wins again, right? Like they went, they went eight and eight last year. Yeah. If your process yields you eight and eight again, or I guess it'd be eight and nine or nine and eight this year, and you miss the playoffs, that's that's so it is annoying. But like, who cares? Like that's not good. Your pro if if you go eight and nine this year after going eight and eight last year, your process isn't good enough. Why are you searching for an identity in week thirteen? And that seems to (laughs) that seems to be what Basachi is doing. They with have all, an identity. With... Daniel Carlson will kick field goals on fourth and three. <laughs> well, AJ o- Cole will fight people with no thumbs. Well, their old identity used to be a bobblehead that we had in the studio until <laughs> until Greg Salerno yeah, stole exactly. it. Where is that? Is that what happened to the Gruden bobblehead? <laughs> where? Yeah, where is that? I, it's, I, it's, I, I'm not saying, saying it's been stolen. I'm not saying Rich Bisacci doesn't want to make the playoffs and doesn't talk about the playoffs to his team. It's just there's been a lot of don't watch the scoreboard. And it's like, you know what? That's the only thing you should watch. Right. That's it. There's right. nothing else that matters is that scoreboard and what it says at the end of each game. And so far, it hasn't been good enough for right. you. If this was like a rebuilding team and you were like, oh, yeah. Well, we talked processor. about that before. Jacksonville. Right. The Jets. People like that. That that you understand. Like a re- Management understands that. Fans understand that. Right. Well, fans don't like it, but they understand it. Fans here. This isn't, th- this, this isn't, isn't a, a rebuild. rebuild. Yeah, this no. is supposed to be a playoff team. Right. And they're not. And, yeah, so the process is irrelevant. Coming up next, Darren Millard buys a chicken. Moose, you just keep on moosing. This doesn't concern you. Maroon is not just a color. This is the VGK Update with Darren Millsy Millard. I'm trying so hard to get my chicken into a race right now. 
407? No, no, not 407. Different chickens. 407. Jared, what are you doing over there? Jared just like threw the phone on the ground. Do we have Darren? <laughs> what is happening? Darren, are you there? <sighs> it appears not. It okay, we not. do not have Darren. I just had him. I couldn't get him over the break, and so it's like he kept cutting out. Okay, call, call I'm Darren call back. Darren back. I'm going to try to describe what just happened. And yeah. no, I didn't throw the phone. There is another person who operates in this studio that doesn't like when the cord is too long on the phone, and so they've genuinely done this to the cord, and so it makes oh the phone basically about, inaccessible. You can't even lift the... The receiver. No, no, you cannot. So anyway, you guys vamp and talk about chickens. I'm going to call Darren Millsy Millard. Did you just get in a race? No, but Jared, like the head, we have we have an old phone, like something that you would have had in your house in like the 90s or whatever. Uh, and Jared, <laughs> while trying to talk, and he just every time he head, picks it up, it just falls to the ground. The headset part of it, yeah, just falls onto the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were mentioning before you talking about this phone. I thought you were mentioning you had a rotor rotor phone at your house. No, no. Okay, I don't think I've ever used a rotary phone before. Really? Even growing up? Oh, you had to have one growing up. The mom and the the the, the barn and ordering like cows and stuff. I mean, we had. No, I can't remember having a rotary phone. Like maybe we did when I was like, like a push button phone. Yeah, push button. No, okay, a, a all right. rotary okay. phone's okay, the one you got to spin the circle. Yeah, the That's spin the a circle. rotary okay, phone. No, right. we absolutely had a hand. Okay, you know, handheld. A home phone handheld. Yeah, okay. With you know a cord and everything right. that you <laughs> cord that works that you couldn't walk so far. All right, we got Darren Millard on the phone. I don't know what's going on because I could hear you guys perfectly fine. Yeah, uh, blame Jared. He threw the phone on the ground. I did throw it on the ground. It, it ended up on the ground and you touched it last, so you threw it on the ground. Darren, are you buying a chicken? Yes. Uh, Ed and I are going in on a yeah. chicken. All right. How much you spending on this chicken? We haven't decided yet. We haven't decided what, yet. What 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 business of it is yours? Excuse me, Darren. Yeah. Like like all of a sudden you want to know all about our business with chickens. How do you know all about this business? Because of me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and your partner. Doesn't doesn't say it's a two way street. Listen, I know about Ed over here, and I know Ed's uh, budget for things like fake chickens. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's It's really not say, my budget. It's the budget I'm instructed to have. Let's just say we might be waiting for a Groupon. A Groupon. Yes, exactly. I see. A Groupon here. Yeah, I am currently trying to get one of my chickens into a race, and I cannot do it. It is well, too, this sounds like a great venture. It is, too, it is too busy. The demand is too high right now that I cannot get my chicken into a race. It's brutal. So, so how how soon do you have to sign up? You can do it whenever you want. What do you mean? No, no. For like, you can't get it in in a race. So when when should you have signed up for the race if you can't get it in? I don't understand your question. Well, how long do you yeah, have to, you you have to get... sign up for the race? An hour beforehand? A minute yeah. beforehand? How quickly can you get into a race? Ed, Ed, thank you for translating that. <laughs> it was super understandable. I don't know what Tyler was doing there. Like you want you want to race your chicken, right? Yes. How how do you just say I want to get in the race, or an hour ago did you say I want to get in this race? No, like right now I'm refreshing the page for races. Oh, okay. And so right one, away, when Instant. one pops up, okay. I click on it and try to enter my chicken. 
but almost every time I do it, it's, it's already full. By oh, there's that many people so out there. Yes. It's sort of like a mock trying to do a mock draft online with somebody mm. for fantasy okay. football, and you bo- both can't get into the same room. And because it's ticking down three, two, one, yeah. and, you pa- and the uh, pick passes. Yeah, you. see, here we go. I'm trying, I'm trying to get one right true, now. Though, that that the other day, all the races, the order of finish was lane one, finish first, lane two, yes. finish second, lane yeah. three, finish third. Phenomenal, yeah. We got and we got we got twelve bucks from that or something because we had a couple of chickens in lane two. <laughs> an operation you signed up for. It is. And now it's you great. Can't even do a race. I, I can't speak for my partner here, but my opinion would be: we wait to buy this chicken until all the kinks are worked out. Like I don't want to buy a chicken and always finish six because the six I'm in the sixth lane. I mean, I'd like to actually have a real race. It's beta testing. Like it's you're right, it's fine. testing. Right. You none of this costs you any money right now. All these races are free. Well, <laughs> they've done some that cost you like forty cents, but all these races are free right now. So it's not it's not costing us any money right now. Huh. Forty cents, about which uh, I'll be allowed to pay for this chicken. <laughs> chicken costs a little more than forty cents. <laughs> yeah, just let you know. What is the cheapest chicken? Uh, depends on what ETH costs today. I don't. What, what is ETH? Well, I don't know it's, what a, ETH it's a cryptocurrency. Is. Calm down over there. Don't get uh, too confused. I'll tell you. You got to give me like two seconds to look this up here. The cheapest chicken you could buy right now is one hundred and forty-three dollars. Oh, we can swing that. Yeah. Does it have two legs? Oh, we got one in. We got a yay! chicken in the race. Yay! Yay! Starts in six the seconds. Forty dollars. Uh, two legs. Darren, what the hell happened? Where are you? We can't hear a word you're saying here. I don't know. I, you guys are screwed up. I think I think he said, does the chicken have two legs? Yes, yeah. the chicken has two legs. And here we go. Chicken 2323. Two, I'm worried. He's in lane eight. So if they didn't fix that bug, he's finished in last place. <laughs> Which is good. You want last place or first hey, place, right? No, not now. We, would just want, we just want to win so we get paid money because it's just beta testing. None of this actually matters. All right, Darren. You got any more questions about chicken? I can help you out. I'm just uh, I'm I'm changing my phone settings because it, it appears that because I was talking that whole time and, and nobody was answering me. <laughs> All right, do you believe in the idea that pulling a goalie while the rest of the team is playing poorly can motivate the rest of the team to play better? Absolutely, for sure. Because a, a, a lot of times uh, it's it's the the team feels bad. Uh, for what they've done, they put their teammate in the position for uh, of, and, uh, and and they'll they'll bear down. I, it, that is uh, a method that has uh, has worked in, in the past. It's not a guarantee, but uh, but I've seen uh, it change games. And and last night, I think was was part of that. Now, uh, uh, you could also say that uh, that they just started converting on their chances because they were really good at even strength. And then they weren't very good uh, on on the penalty kill, but uh, but I think that last night's uh, change uh, had, had a had an impact. It it also had an impact that that Tyler Sagan missed an empty net. Like a lot went into it, but uh, but but uh, I I don't think that you should totally ignore the goalie change. I mean, I can I can definitely buy into hey he's skating off. Uh, we have stunk in front of him, and that's not good, but. Also, they're not losing their shifts anyway, right? I mean, no one's getting benched other than him. So it really has to be internal and internal fire in yourself yeah. to really kind of jack it up and say, okay, this is on us. This poor guy got pulled. I mean, because yeah. Mark Stone's not being benched. 
No, and, and, and you also have the, the added motivation of you've got a guy going in who hasn't, uh, who's been sitting there watching for, for half the game, and you better knuckle down and, and be better uh, to allow him some time to get into the game because you've got a cold goalie going in. So I think, I think it also works in, in that regard uh, as, as well. I mean, uh, traditionally you, you take the goalie out because he's not performing uh, up, to, uh, up to standards. Uh, this this wasn't wasn't the case. I mean, there was you you could argue that uh, that all three of those goals were were really really good goals uh, that Robin Leonard uh, allowed. But uh, but in, in this case, uh, with with a veteran group, uh, I, I think you you do take it on yourself a, a little bit more and and perform a, a little bit higher standard. I was also impressed. Uh, I, I've watched goaltenders come out in that situation, guys, where they've walked down the hall and broken twenty sticks and and thrown. Their mask and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I loved Robin Leonard's reaction. Stood right there, uh, became a great teammate, and 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 started supporting everybody right away. I have terrible news. Uh, our chicken finished in sixth. <laughs> it was in in, in uh, lane six. No, he was in lane eight. So oh, they, at least they fixed that. Part they of fixed it. it. Um, but yeah, brutal news this morning. Chicken finished in eighth. Not a good day. Not a good you didn't day at hear all. a word I said, even though you could actually hear me this time. Oh yeah, no chance, no chance. Chicken made a run up to third, and then he just he. Just I was fell listening apart. to every word. He Good for Robin apart. Leonard. All Good I heard Robin was Leonard. Robin Leonard didn't break a bunch of sticks. <laughs> uh, although I like it when when goalies snap every now and then when they get taken out. If all right, here's a question for you. If a, yeah. like, I guess it could be any player. If a goalie or anybody else breaks a bunch of sticks of his teammates, who pays for the new sticks? I would think that on some teams, it would come out of the uh, on the goaltenders, the players' budget. I have a hard time believing on, they ever pay for their own sticks. Uh, oh, they don't. No, they don't. But uh, but on some teams, I think if you go through and you break every sticks, stick, <laughs> uh, then uh, then it might come out of uh, your budget if you, if you do that. That's like you gotta think like that's four hundred dollars a stick. Uh, that's, uh, that's like sticks. a good chicken, $400. That's good chicken. I know. That's 20 chickens right there. Is this team, <laughs> if Jack Geico press box transition, if, uh, if, this, box if Jack Geico never comes, you've seen now, healthier, healthier, they still got a couple guys on the shelf. Is this the team that can win the Stanley Cup these last two games? Yeah. I think I think so. I think you you finally got a team that you can evaluate. The the I'll go back the three games uh, with the with the Arizona game. Uh, that one's tougher to to really put it into context because of where they are in the standings. Uh, it'll be interesting where they play uh, when when they next meet right. um, the Arizona Coyotes in Arizona too. Uh, but uh, I, I I think so. I mean, this is basically the team that you expect at the start of the year, minus uh, Alec Martinez and and Alex Tuck. Uh, so uh, I think uh, that uh, with uh, without Jack Eichel, yeah, this this is a team that uh, that can certainly uh, compete for for a Stanley Cup. The way the way that we watched them one play against Calgary and the cleanliness of that game and the execution of it and it was systematic. And then yesterday, uh, even though when they were down, I I, I liked the way that they were were, were playing at even strength and, and generating chances. Uh, they were they they were a better team. I. I I think you got to be really optimistic. They, the, the first 20 games was about survival. I, I think this team can, there's eight more games before Christmas. I, I think they can make a run at first place before the holidays. Wow. Look at Darren Millard. He's optimistic about before well, Christmas, they'll be in first I, place. I am overly optimistic. I, I admit that. 
that's a uh, that's a, a a real plus of mine uh, as opposed plus. to you. I think that's a negative of yours. <laughs> <laughs> I think you and I are going to mesh really well next week. Yeah, Darren's filling in a day next week when oh, you're out. Oh, it's going to be Ed. great. Yeah, we're going to spend the yeah. whole day racing chickens. You better buy one by then, Darren. <laughs> I got to figure out the whole Bitcoin thing. I didn't realize that that was a caveat to it. It's not that hard. It's no, easy. It, I'm not going to lie to you. Like the uh, the skeptic in me thinks that this might be a bit of a scam. Like the whole, <laughs> you buy Bitcoin and then you buy a fake chicken and then you race them in races that don't work. Uh, call me a skeptic. That's a point there. Wait, what happened did to Mr. Positive? Yeah, where did Mr. I, Positivity go? Well, now we're getting into Ed and I's cash. Oh, okay. I was going to say, we might end up buying a real chicken from Tyler's mom, and then we can't race it, and we won't yeah. know what the heck we're doing. Oh, boy. I can't wait for Ed and I to do a show together, and the FBI shows up at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, you're on your own. Take it away. It's only 710. All right. Get out of here, Darren. We appreciate it when we're not throwing the phone on the floor. Thanks, Darren. Bye. Take care. Jared's so upset about throwing the phone on the it's, floor. I didn't throw it on the floor! It ended up on the floor twice, and you're the only one that touched it. Therefore, you threw it. Boy, the guy in the afternoon who does that to the cord. My goodness. I mean, there's only it's Ari. Why are you like, afraid to throw Ari under the bus? Well, I mean, yeah. There's Ari's only one nice other kid. person that sits in that yeah, chair in nice the studio. Kid. It just is just, I don't understand what he could possibly... I sent you a picture if you want to tweet it out, because I technically can't tweet it out. But it genuinely... I, if you walked over to someone's house and any of their like electronics had that sort of wire set up, you'd go, oh, this is a tremendous fire hazard. But because it's a freaking phone from 1979, everyone's like, hey, what are you going to do? Yeah, got to keep the cord bundled up. That's the only way it works. All right, here we go. We got tickets to the Golden Knights. Sunday, they take on the Minnesota Wild, and we've got a pair for you. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. 702-364-1100. If you want to go watch the Golden Knights in Wild this Sunday, 702-364-1100. We'll take caller number 9 at 702-364-1100. Chatfield loses the ball out of bounds. Oh, oh. Oh, they call a foul on Royce Ham. He didn't do anything. <laughs> wow. All right. Chatfield lost the ball out of bounds. They said, I guess he bumped him. You're sitting in the press box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Follow them on Twitter at Ed Graney and Bischoff underscore Tyler. Congratulations to Sean. He won the tickets to the Golden Knights game. And as Jared said, he was willing to trade those two tickets for a chicken. Yes, he was. No chance. Oh. I could have gone to the game last night for 19 bucks. Why would I get two tickets? Why would I get a $50 value or less for a chicken? I would have given the guy one. Give him number seven six six five. Yeah, give, give, whichever one keeps coming in, uh, like yeah, fifth that, place. That, just that, be like, here you not go. Not the last place one or the first place one. Kind of the sixth place one that doesn't do you any good. We're not giving I'd away make, any chickens. I made Are you that kidding deal. me? Huh. I'd give him one. How many do you got in this in the old uh, thirty three? Right, thirty six. Oh. thirty six. Come on, you, you would never miss it. You're like the you're like the coyotes owner giving a million dollars today. You'd never miss it. Thirty seven. Yes, we would. 37? 37 chickens. Each one of these things is worth at least $144. Like our worst ones are worth $144 right now. It's the giving season. I don't give a damn. Well, wait, actually, actually, that would be probably the best. Like that, that would be the most Tyler on brand gift for the holidays. Is a chicken? I got you something that you really don't know the value of. You don't understand the math. But it's your problem now. Yeah, and you won't know how to get in to race it. So you can just tell people you have one. 
listen, you guys think I'm spending $144 on you? No, no, people you, no, 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 someone you like. Yeah, the exactly. only person I like enough to spend that much money on is my girlfriend, and she doesn't want a chicken. She wants a real chicken, but not a fake chicken. No. There's no one else you'd spend 144 Wait, she, on? No, hold on. Ed, he, he just gave us some information that I think we need to like take a second and think about. Yeah, I shouldn't have done His... the press box transition. Where is she going to put it? And also, how much like your mom is your girlfriend? <laughs> um, okay, she wants a chicken because she would think it would be cute and would like play with our dogs. Uh, uh, my mom wants uh... a chicken to eat it, so <laughs> not exactly the same. Chickens are kind of jerks. Uh, my girlfriend specifically would want a silky chicken, which are small, smaller chickens that are very fluffy and are much mm-hmm. cuter than regular chickens. That's the kind of chicken she wants because she wants it to, I don't know, sit on the couch with her or something like that. So, yeah. My girlfriend wants a cow, Jared. Like, <laughs> a chicken is the least of my problems. Do you overspend for the holidays on your girlfriend? Uh, sometimes. Depends on what the, what, like, what the idea is. But yeah, okay. if I, like if I think of something good, I, then then I'll be like, yeah. You're let's not at do the it. point where at my house where I walked in the other day and there are like 20 presents under the tree, and everyone who wanted it had bought their own presents and wrapped their own. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that's... you're not at that point. Whereas, like well, uh, uh, Amazon, let's see. Oh, it's for you, Tristan. Here's one of your gifts you've ordered for yourself. Here's I will say the one <laughs> problem I have with like giving my girlfriend gifts is she's very much like. Type A in control wants things a specific way. So, like, if I try to buy her, like, hey, I know you wanted something like this, if it's not the exact thing. Because, like, here's here's what I'm getting her for Christmas this year. She already knows. I was going to say, does she listen to the show ever? I'm getting her a <laughs> stroller for our dog, Squash. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Because, well, you have bought into this situation of no children. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> because Squash doesn't like to go on long walks, but she wants to walk him around. Uh, the problem, though, is I can't just go buy a stroller and surprise her with it because she's like, well, I need to look at it and make sure he fits in it Pick and it he's going to be comfortable yes. and all. So, yeah. So a lot of times it's hard to, to surprise her or Please whatever. tell me she brought the dog to, like, a baby supply place. Oh, we're going to take him to, like, PetSmart or something. Oh, no, it. no. I, I, you yeah. got to get, like, a basset, like a baby's bassinet <laughs> so that strangers walk up and go, oh, look at the... That's a dog. <laughs> That's tougher for me. Gotta get the wife. I, I mean, Total Wine's right on the way home. I just pull into the ride. I just stop right there, baby. Wait, do you just get a gift card, or do you know what wine? No, I get bottles. Okay. Come on, bottles. <laughs> what? Don't think I'm mean or anything with just a gift card. I don't know. You might not know what she likes to drink. <laughs>